Hello and welcome to What Does It Mean to Be Human, the sh- podcast where we analyze what it means to be human. Uh, we, the way the show goes is we have seven minutes to discuss and analyze a piece of uh, a novel, literature, art, whatever, etc. Uh, seven minutes to analyze it, and then we will take our arguments that we make at the end of the ep- episode and synthesize them into a final statement. Uh, today we're analyzing Sophie's World by Josephine Garter. Um, it is a book on philosophy, and it is basically a history of philosophy book uh, disguised as a novel. So, without further ado, our seven minutes begins now. Alright, who would like to begin? <laughs> Great! Wait, start this off with a bunch of songs. Alright. Um, okay, I think... Let me, I guess I'll start it off then by just looking through randomly. Um, something that stands out is while there is the whole history of philosophy thing, you also have the second story going on along with Sophie and her discovering her like the outside realm. And so then you deal with that kind of like metatextual sort of thing where it's like even though she's a character in the story and then you know uh, what's her dang it. She's a character in a story in a story. Yeah. Then there's the level of uh, her realizing that she's in a story. Sophie's in her own story, but then there's, I can't remember the name. Oh, Hildy, Hildy. Yeah. Hildy is reading Sophie's story, but then Hildy herself is the character in the story. So you get like three layers of like metatextualism within the story. And so I feel like having that, um, you know, thing is very like, in a sense, does, it kind of makes us think like, what if we are in a story, you know? Yeah. And like, what, what? Like Berkeley, what do you, like, what do you what think? What do you, yeah. That was yeah. like Berkeley's train of thought because he thought we were just all living inside God's brain, basically. Like we weren't real; we were just in in like a story that God had like planned out, and that we were not actually real at all. Like Sophie, like she's just a story inside of a story. Um. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess like uh, my main question was like, what does that mean? Like, if we are all like characters in a story what does that mean for like our independent free will is it just written for us or is the story being written as we act or does it mean instead of are we less human if everything we do is not up to our own like well like free will the the like trying to thought about like believing in god or christianity or whatever and not is like when if you believe in God, then God's supposed to be, like, this all-knowing person. If God's all-knowing, then that kind of, like, eliminates your free will because God already has his plan for you. So it's, like, at that point, can you even take responsibility for your action? Because it's not really your actions, it's what God planned for you. So it, like, kind of brings in morals and stuff like that into things because you don't... At that point, if you believe in God, that we're just, like, all in God's brain, then we can't really have any responsibility for our own actions. It's just what God planned for us. There's no free will at that point. I feel like people can still believe in God but, like, have their own free will. Like, yeah, they pray and go to church, believe in Him, but they, like, make their own destiny or their own path. They don't let Him decide for them. I mean, there's something I was, like, I was trying to think of uh, to relate to that. Um, it's like, yeah. Um, 
weird. I don't know. I, I had something for a second, but I lost it. Um, yeah, there's definitely, like, that... It, it becomes a very, like, more conversation of, well, if there's a higher power, do we still have free will and stuff like that? And so I, I find it interesting that um, a lot of philosophers deal with, like, even though their whole thing is about discovering truths for yourself, it also has a lot of... Um, like there are a lot of theological philosophers yeah. like St. Augustine and Aquinas who related to God or like Kierkegaard and stuff like that Yeah, which is interesting because if it's something that's like kind of about free will in a way and discovering your own truths that it would hinder it by bringing adding, in a higher power adding in determinism yeah well, I mean, like, with the religious thing that, like, they were talking about, Kierkegaard believed that the religious stage was, like, the highest, like, stage, because he had those three stages, the aesthetic, the ethical, and then the religious one, and, like, the religious one was, like, the most human, like, that's whenever you were at your peak at, like, because you had to have faith in something he believed to be human, so, like, I guess believing in God is, just, like, or believing in any higher power, kind of, like, not necessarily God. Yeah, not God, like, necessarily, but anything could, because then it, like, gives you, I guess, like, it does give you morals, but then it also gives you, like, I don't know how to put it, like, everybody likes to believe in something, so that, like, like they don't feel like alone. Hope. Or, like, a purpose, yeah. in a way, yeah, something that drives you. it kind of gives you a purpose. And yeah. Like, what's life without a purpose? Yeah, so, so then at, at that point, it's kind of like, instead of, you know your own like free will it's or like being defined by your free will you're defined by what you believe in and so like even though our things may drive us um and like we may not have that free will like i mean we don't know if we have free will because like yeah. what we're doing and stuff like that we have no idea of knowing whether we are actually in a story or not so then we could like relate that to um the whole idea of like having free will and so yeah, but it's more like it's that what what uh it was Kierkegaard yes Kierkegaard would be like our religious beliefs are what makes us the most human which is the title of this show wow <laughs> that's no, what I was that's, what that's, I was, a, that's a novel concept that's what I was gonna get at like it's like very humanistic like a very humanistic thing to like have faith in something like whether even if you're atheist then you still have like a faith or like not really a faith but you still believe in something yeah you it's still just believe not in necessarily in, god or yeah. having to do with religion yeah and i mean if you were too related to religion in a way it could be like you know if if uh you relate to like the story of christ like technically you could say that in his actions he had his free will to act but at the end of his life he kind of had to like give it all up for you know or it has a story that he had to give it up for, you know, the sake of humanity, relieve them of their sins, and that's how the Bible goes, you know, night on the cross. So in that way, he didn't have free will in his action because it was like he knew he had to do something. But instill, he had the purpose and instill with, like, the faith that Kierkegaard believed in. And so it brought him to, like, that time. So in the same sense, like, you know, this is not like a this is more like a religious interpretation instead of a philosophical interpretation. Oh, there's a timer, so I'll finish up this point and then we have to synthesize. Nice. Okay. Um, so it's like Oh man, I lost it because of the timer. Wow. Um Yeah, but it's like this is more like a religious, like a theological kind of thing, but yeah. it's like 
a lot of people debate whether he was like a demigod or like or you know he was actually whole human or he was half human half god he was all god mm -hmm. you know and if we were going with Kierkegaard's philosophy then it would be his like belief and his faith in like you know his, the lord and stuff like that and like his belief in that and also like martyrs who are religious martyrs and stuff like that um is what makes them you know human their like belief for it yeah and so i guess now we got to synthesize that um well, i would say like the definition of being human is to have a purpose to have a purpose that like drives you yeah because yeah. like with religion like you have the purpose to like god has a plan for you that's your purpose yeah. to live by that plan or like no matter what like religion you are no matter what everybody wants to have a purpose in life because if you don't have a purpose then you're just kind of coasting through and that's not like, yeah, you're, you're, just not surviving. Really, you're not really doing anything. You're just surviving. With, you're not, not living. living. You're living day by day. Yeah, you're not doing anything with Something what like you, that. you know, are given in life. So it's definitely utilize having beliefs and like holding to them is what helps us like strive for things and drive us to do stuff. So like um, believing in uh, a religion drives you to be like drives you to have those morals, drives yeah. you to give and stuff like that. And I'm not saying that people can't give without religion, obviously. But like it's definitely uh, being factor. human is like searching for a purpose, which mm -hmm. is a lot of what philosophy is about that we find in Sophie's world. But it's also about like applying it, applying it and finding some like not like a grand purpose, but your own like personal purpose. Yeah, and um, one of the philosophers, I'm pretty sure it was Descartes, was the one who was like, "I think, therefore I am." So like, if you like have that thought of the uh, of like a higher powers or something like you have that thought then that like kind of proves that you're a real human i'm pretty sure it was descartes that said that it was descartes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so all right so that has been our uh episode of what it means to be human uh, i hope you enjoyed it um i'm gonna uh tell uh my future self to edit in the outro track so i can cut this part off because it's awkward all right <laughs> <laughs>